Welcome to the Dogs of 9000, the official podcast of 1-900-HOT-DOG, America's final comedy website. We are writing high-effort comedy every single day because 2012 will never die. We won't let it. Uh, you can support us on 1-900-HOT-DOG.com or patreon.com slash 1-900-HOT-DOG. And uh, please, uh, if you were waiting for me to say please, I've, I've done it. I win. <laughs> just, just go there. Go there and support us. Uh, I'm Robert Brockway, and I am very sorry. With me is my writing partner, comedy legend, Sean Baby. Oh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me on our are, podcast. Are you sorry? Are you also sorry? Oh, for the stuff I wrote in 2012? Uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> just in general. Just, just, just in general. This is a general apology no, in, cast. In general, <laughs> in general, you can go fuck yourself. But for the, that one specific year, I, I atone, and, and I am sorry. All right, joining us today are our guests, fellow hot doggers Lydia Bug and Denard Dale. Are you guys sorry? Um, I I'm mad I have at you. To be. <laughs> Why do you keep making the when we accomplish something we get a punishment? What strategy is that? <laughs> I think the readers feel the same way. It. Yeah, this I'm not sorry, but you long. should be sorry. I didn't invent that. <laughs> you know, I spent like well, three years in a Catholic school, maybe. So I, I can, I, I can vibe of original sin. I can just take random punishment. Like you're generally pretty. You're generally apologetic. Yeah, yeah, just like, hey, you know, uh, you're there, you're breathing, that's wrong. Stop that shit. Cut it out. <laughs> yeah, my wife was raised in a, in a Catholic family. She's, she's always quite sorry, too. I don't know. They, they, they teach them how to be ashamed of, just in a general way. Like, you can have a ready state of shame and then wait for something to, like, come in and trigger it. And you're like, oh, there it is. I knew I was ashamed for something. It just hadn't happened yet. Ah. Uh, it's, a, it's like a... That's a... Actually, what we're doing today, we are ashamed for something, but it has not happened yet. Uh, we, we are ashamed because it's Puppet Week. It is Puppet Week. But before we get into Puppet Week and burn all of our goodwill, uh, let's do our plugs. Sean, do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, you should go to the hit comedy website, 1900hotdog.com. We're supported on Patreon, 1900hotdog.com. All right. How about Denard? What are you What are you working on? Uh, let's see. Uh, I exist in stasis, so just like last time, I'm going to say the book, everything abridged. It's a uh, funny stuff on paper, and there's a digital version, and there's an audio book that I almost recorded, but I think they thought my voice kind of sounded like I don't know, like a depressed Kevin Hart or something. So yeah, they got another guy. But uh, <laughs> no, they fired you from your for own it. book. <laughs> next time, next time, I'll, I'll fight for it. Next time, but Did um, they get yeah, the real Kevin Hart. Did they get the happy Kevin Hart? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're gonna get. They're just gonna. They're gonna get the real one, and they're gonna pay him like sixty million dollars, and I will never see a cent again. <laughs> I will just you, die. Do in you that know debt. how much money they would have to pay Kevin Hart to be happy? Like I'm. We haven't even seen that. <laughs> Lydia, Lydia, what you working on? I have a novella on Scribd for the spooky season that I've mentioned before on here, but since it's like that time of year, I thought I'd mention it again. It's called Healthy Choices, and it's about a group of women in a drug trial for a transformational new weight loss drug. They get more transformation than they bargained for. Um, oh. And I'm also on TikTok at You Know Lydia, which is starting to do well now if you want to see that for some reason. <laughs> I read Healthy Choices, and I am an extremely unpleasant person, and I liked it. So, Yay! you know, adjust that for inflation, and it is a great read Healthy Choices. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much. No problem. 
You have the best plugs. They're so Very succinct <laughs> and like. I, I really focus on it. <laughs> we could all learn something from that rather than putting each other on the spotlight and going, recite the, the, this podcast. <laughs> I have plugged the podcast I am on uh, several times. Yeah, I do that all the time. <laughs> that's the, that's the amount of, of plug panic you get when you, when you put me on the spot there. All right, that's that's it. That's that's our plugs. That's our goodwill. Uh, go check out any of those things right now if you're going to, because by the time we're done, you're not going to want to do any of that. You're not going to want to see any of us again. Uh, to, to back up and give you a little bit of explanation, uh, our site, 100 Hot Dog, was doing very well. We were seeing uh, regular healthy growth uh, of... Of, of a good chunk, a month after month. So we started setting benchmarks and, and meeting them and then doing theme weeks. And uh, so we'd set a benchmark and do anime week and, and, and set a benchmark and do another theme week. And then we finally set a benchmark to do puppet week and funding immediately stopped. <laughs> the site plateaued for years, just years. We have only just now barely struggled past the bar for puppet week. I think because... Of uh, of like Patreon tax dodging and not necessarily our own success, but uh, that's fitting. It's for a, a strange the least... puppet coincidence, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's crime adjacent, uh, which is fitting for this week. The least uh, the least requested, least asked for, and supported week of all weeks. <laughs> and uh, maybe maybe for good reason, maybe not. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about the puppet content we are. Uh, I guess by the time this airs, in the process of bringing you. Uh, Lydia, what are you writing about for Puppet Week? Um, the best and only good puppet movie, Muppet Treasure Island. Uh, I'm going to rank the faces that Tim Curry makes in that movie. <laughs> because like usually the strategy in a Muppet movie for a human is to like elevate and be the straight man like Michael Caine in the in the Christmas Carol, you know, like sure. They, but Tim Curry's like, I'm not gonna elevate the Muppets. I'm coming down to the Muppets level. I'm mm-hmm. gonna be a human Muppet for this movie, and it's amazing. Nice. <laughs> you fucking puppets won't upstage me. Yeah, straight man Tim Curry. Are you kidding? <laughs> exactly. He's got the strings coming out of him now. <laughs> yeah, rules. Uh, every single one is going to be horny in a different direction. That's just oh, every yeah. time. Every, time <laughs> every screen chat. Uh, Denard, what are you working on for Puppet Week? So um, mine is a bit of a, a love story. I went into Thunderbolt fantasy thinking, all right, time for a free drag. Let's see what's, let's see what's going on here. And... I learned that martial arts puppets are just what I'm here for. I am 100% a Wuxia yeah. Wirefu martial arts puppet supporter. The entire show, I think, basically exists on the pun of Wirefu, but they agree to just never say it. Uh, I didn't even pick that up. I just thought, like, you could do super moves with puppets really easy, like low special effects budget. Oh, oh, yeah, I've seen yeah, Thunderbolt yeah. Fantasy, little, like little parts of it here and there. It genuinely whips ass. It is a good kung fu film. Yeah, I was completely... Puppets. I was completely positively surprised. I'm looking forward to describing its sort of brand of ridiculousness and their ma- Matrix dodge via puppetry. It's, it's good times. 
It rules. I can't wait for it. Uh, Sean, you have an entire Cursed Puppets section to your library. I didn't <laughs> ask you to pin down one, but um, any, well, give us a, a well, shotgun okay, blast I'll probably poetry. I'll probably leave it as a surprise the final, but it, it sounds like uh, Lydia's got the whimsy of puppets covered and Denard's got the radness of puppets covered, so I'll probably find something dark, which I think is what people default to when they think about puppets. Um <laughs> There's some old Charlie McCarthy stuff I really like. This It was a very famous puppet with a monocle uh, like back in the 30s. And they made uh, a few movies, some TV shows. Um, what's great is like all of the technology was low level. Uh, so so even the ventriloquism was bad. So Charlie McCarthy's guy holding him. Like, you never knew when the puppet was supposed to be talking because the guy's mouth was just fucking wide open, lips moving. And uh, so I'm fascinated by that. Uh, but also he had a comic book. And I did an article on Cracked about the comic book where I, I left all of the puppets lines uh, like the same and had everybody else react to the puppet. You know, it, it was a weird, it was a weird concept. Uh, I did the same thing with Bob Hope. Uh, you know, I guess I'm plugging Cracked. Go, go visit Cracked 20 years ago and get <laughs> com your computer tanked by viruses. Hey, uh, do you remember before the dark sign rose and the dead right. walked the earth? They probably AI generated both those articles into something less coherent, which is already madness. But anyway, I think I'm going to find something dark and scary just to even the week out, probably. General darkness is what Sean is playing. General darkness. That's what uh, I'm, I'm pitching. I'm, the cursed puppet section. So you'll pick something from, from cursed puppets. Whatever crawls Perhaps an actual to my bed in the night and chokes me. I'll be like, you, have, <laughs> you are the chosen puppet book. I admire your spunk. It's you. It's you for taking initiative. I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm writing about something called Kurt Hiss, the drug-free snake. It's the best title. Uh, it is legit. It is functionally almost like lost media. Uh, we do have full YouTube clips of Kurt Hiss so that people will be able to watch it. Uh, but like physical tapes or like knowledge of who really made it and why is like halfway lost to time. It's from 1988. Uh, the it was originally it looks like a school play with sock puppets like the backgrounds are all a big black chalkboard that they draw a background on and they don't have a lot of props and they just have the sock puppets and Kurt Hiss uh, and his friend Floaty are out there and they're they're talking to the kids about why you shouldn't take drugs and like along the way this this sock puppet does some drugs and has his life destroyed and like, he's taken <laughs> by the grim reaper and there's rapping there's rapping lots of rapping and uh, the, i think that at the end there's just a prolonged beatbox sequence but with the puppet with the sock puppet doing the beatboxing which is wow. which is a real interesting choice i can't wait to see uh, the puppet <laughs> drugs that he takes they had to make little puppet <laughs> drugs for him yeah, he does. He does hit that reefer, the sock puppet. <laughs> Big does puppet Kurt Hiss have an accessory? Like, I remember the Dare Lion had the t-shirt and McGruff had, like, the, the trench coat. Yeah, uh, flavored condoms. They, they kind of look like puppet snakes, but they glow in the dark. <laughs> it, it's very yeah, it's alluring. It's more alluring than I'm textures. making it sound. <laughs> He's ribbed. He's ribbed is what it is. He's, He's ribbed for... For drugs pleasure. And, uh, and laced with so many hallucinogens. You put that on your dick and you're just like, where am I? <laughs> oh, that's that gas station shit. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the the real twist of that comes with they somehow did a sequel of, of this. 
And they did like a big budget sequel where they started building backgrounds just for a scene. They started going to separate locations, having special effects and prop work. And this time it's like a fucking action movie where Kurt Hiss has just put like a drug kingpin in jail, a drug kingpin sock puppet. And now there's like a legal thriller and he's in love with the lady snake puppet who's defending the drug kingpin. And he's going to tamper with the evidence and get off scot-free. And so they have to go like vigilante take down a drug dealer as sock puppets uh there's like there's a corrupt oh, it's, like, it's always amazing when it sounds fake it does it sounds incredibly fake uh there's there's a corrupt policeman uh who plants drugs there's like a bomb that needs disarming there's an explosion the grim reaper shows up again there's stakeouts undercover operations it's it's my it's miami vice or or like a, or like a heat <laughs> or like a like any michael mann movie Why? but it's a musical about anti-drug sock puppets i feel like it'd be less damaging to just give the children drugs just like lock them in a room (laughs) with a bunch of drugs and be like see what happens and then they leave that like wow we're not going to do drugs i feel like that would be less damaging than watching this fucking puppet i think it would like if if you accept attrition like you're going to lose a kid right and they'll see that and they'll say okay that's not for us jimmy's gone (laughs) for the cost of just Just one kid." kid Like, it sounds awesome, and that's always the problem with those things. It's like, don't do drugs, you'll go on this awesome, magical adventure with explosions and a hot lady. (laughs) Don't do that. You would not want it. You'll fall in love. You'll become a vigilante. You don't want that, right, kids? (laughs) Fuck yeah, we do. Everybody wants that. It sounds great, actually. I love that they, like, they did a sock puppet play, and then we're like, no, no, we're onto something here. All we're missing is a budget. And then they, they tried to Evil Dead 2 the sock puppet play and they wound up with something uh, truly special. I love it so much. Nobody's really seen it. It's the views are in the low thousands on, on both of them. Oh my God. I wonder uh, why I'm looking forward. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> so, so good. You'll never so understand appealing. why afterwards. I really don't know what makes the gods decide something goes viral or not. Cause that feels like something I should have just been belting quotes across gym class yeah, for, for four years. For sure. You will be after this. Very go nice. go find a gym class <laughs> that's not illegal for you to go into. Uh, anyway, the every part of Kurt hits the drug-free snake. Uh, fucking rules. So does Thunderbolt Fantasy. So does Tim Curry. So does whatever darkness Sean comes up with. It's going to be a fun week. Uh, but that's not today. Today we're talking uh, about Ron and Marty. Uh, it's a puppet act from a Christian television show that ran in the okay. 1980s called Joy Junction. It aired on the Christian television network. Uh, up to, oh, no. I think, 93. Uh, and then it was syndicated on a, on their block called Kids Club uh, from 1993 to 2005. <laughs> so it had this... It was a long, like... If anything, could be a staple of their fly-by-night children's programming on, on Christian TV networks. It would be this. Like, it, this was on... <laughs> so this is like Jesus for Nick decades. Night? Yeah, yeah. And, uh... It has this long, significant presence in Christian media, and yet it's still also kind of one of those things that's that's sort of lost media. Since most of the actual physical tapes are gone, there are, uh, I think there are like 11 or 12 episodes up on YouTube, but the vast majority of them are just gone. Like, nobody thought to preserve this. Why would you? Uh, so what, what we're going to do, um, we're going to talk about this, and I would like to set some ground rules. Okay. <laughs> Thank you going. so much. Good. Good idea. <laughs> yes. So what I would like you to do is 
not look up anything. Just close any tabs, resist any urge. Cool. Uh, just come along with me as I tell you this little story. Huh. This is just the intro. The intro Great. to Joy Junction. Oh, is it like a... Getting that vibe. It's like a Nick Game Show kind of. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't even it's know this is vibe. Christian yet. This song kind of slaps. This is a lot of funk. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot of funk for the Christian network. Like a sinful one. Oh, shit. Am I wrong spiritually? This bass line is kind of working. Maybe there, maybe there's something out there. Maybe there's something more. <laughs> oh. This is your cast roll call? Yeah, this is what, this is what like, converts me. Like, I've been... <laughs> no! no. <laughs> Wait, what's, what's he doing here? Oh, okay, I don't trust that guy. Come and join us for a half hour of fun and games at Joy Junction. Now here's we might Sheriff have, Don. We might have laughed over my favorite character, which is Whitland Dan. Whitland Dan's in here. <laughs> I think Deputy Les it's, might have some sex crime convictions. Was he the one in the beret? A, Did Whitland Dan have No, the, that was Papillon. Oh. Papillon, the Frenchman. Okay. This is, it's a wild mix. So Joy Junction is, is like half game show based, uh, but then there's lots of skits and then they pause sometimes for like country singers. So it's part, it's like part double hee-haw. dare, part hee haw, but Christian and for kids. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I, so like I, I kind of grew up with shows like that. Like when I saw this, I'm like, yeah, this seems totally normal. Yeah. I, I, yeah. This was, this was what we did. <laughs> this yeah. was what we did before we knew better. Back in the eighties, I remember the basically the best like Christian content that got poured down my weird Baptist area. It basically is just they do something else, and then at the end they just turn to the camera and yell Jesus. So <laughs> I kind of see what this show is. They just tag it with Jesus, but otherwise it's <laughs> it's a very normal thing. Is anybody uh, watching or has watched the latest season of Righteous Gemstones? Yes, uh-huh. I just finished it today. Actually, okay. Uh, Baby Billy's Bible Bonkers uh, is has to be in part based on this because they yeah. they have some of the same games. Like one of my favorite moments in watching these old episodes was they were all, the kids all sit in these like pretend cars and then have a trivia show about the Bible, and so we'll ask them Bible questions. But then they go really Satan heavy on, <laughs> on a lot of them. So oh the boy. answer will will often be the devil, and so you'll have a little kid sitting in a big car, and he'll like really excitedly hit a buzzer and go the devil. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, that one second snippet of reality of a little child going bing the devil. <laughs> uh, that sounds a good reaction, Jeff. You should you should clip that. There's a lot of places you can use that in a conversation. Yeah, that's a that's a TikTok sound waiting to happen. <laughs> yep. So we're because this is Puppet Week, we are focusing on Ron and Marty. Ron and his puppet Marty, uh, who was in that roll call right there. They're the worst part of Joy Junction, and that's saying a lot because again, this is Christian Hee Haw game show for kids. And Ron and Marty, they just I don't even know how to describe it beyond what he can do himself. So we're gonna we're gonna cut to the next clip. You no, know, Marty, I've been talking to Jerry's dad about the Lord. Really? <laughs> How's it been going? Well, I don't know. You see, Jerry's dad seems to think that salvation is something we have to work for, something we have to earn. That's not true, Ron. It's free. It's oh, tree. I know that. But he <laughs> okay. seems to think that you get nothing in this world He's... for free. 
Well, I like that just off, it's, it's just off not, not even off camera, on the that's side of the right camera, way. there's a woman you know, like fixing up the set. This is how little they respect his time. Something I can talk to Jerry's dad about, but I was noticing all these flags. I need something saving my soul to look 80% There certainly are a lot also. That's right. I don't know if you realize this or this not. This has Marty, an audience of six. There was a big price paid for these flags. Really? <laughs> I thought they were on sale over at the store this week. <laughs> well, I don't mean a price like that, Marty. I mean that a that lot of people fought in war God so that damn. we could enjoy the freedoms and the liberties that, that we have here That didn't land with Christian children. <laughs> Did the American flag cost you anything, Ron? No. <laughs> I, guess, I guess I have to say it didn't. Did freedom cost you anything, Ron? No. God but you know, damn. a lot of other people did. I would have joined Wait them. a minute, Marty. What is National it, Ron? Reserves? I just thought of something. You know, I guess Not a lot of times we take the freedoms and the liberties we have here in America because it didn't cost us anything. But you know, I was just thinking of a way that I can maybe share something with Jerry's dad Enlist. tonight. Really? <laughs> what is it, Ron? Well, I was just thinking. Man, Jerry's dad thinks that salvation is something he has to work for and something he has Robert. to earn, right? Right. <laughs> well, maybe I can show yep. him that she was, salvation is she's free for the back us, of that audience but he's like the liberties and already been paid for by someone else. I think I see what you're talking about, Ron. God gave his only son to die on the cross for us. God, he's right, fully Marty. expressive with his body price. while he talks for he the public. He died on the cross so that we can yes. have eternal like life. He's got... And all Glad you picked up on that. invite Jesus Christ to come in our he's life. really and bad And we will this. have the salvation. That's great. I'm glad you gave me the idea, Marty. Well, I didn't either know I did it. Well, I'm certainly thankful for that. And tonight when we go to the fireworks, I'll have something I can share with Jerry's dad. This is so So, fun. I'll give that puppet he's, one thing. There are two named divine figures in Genesis. They have an argument. And I am convinced that puppet is from one of them. There's something really wrong with the puppet, but in like the way that it actually functions this horror, like a lot of ventriloquist dummies, they make them creepy. And then you're like, oh, it doesn't work anymore because you made it creepy. Yeah. This is just a normal ventriloquist dummy that he's put in like a hunter's vest and then gave him just a really hack weird haircut. <laughs> like it just looks like a like a ventriloquist dummy that needs medication and yeah. is not taking it. <laughs> it looks like part of his head's been caved in. Like they had an argument before the show started, and he like fucked up the puppet. And and he's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah. stop it's mouthing like, off to me, puppet. Its mouth is messed up. Like he punched it. I agree. Yeah. I think he hit that puppet. We, we should... can't go on like that. Done something to that puppet's mouth. Everybody's going to know what you've done, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> so, does he kind of? So for you can watch these at home, but uh, if you don't and don't, uh, Ron himself, he looks like Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. But if like he cleaned up his act and got a job at a farm supply store, like he's just really boring but strange and still like barely holding it together yeah. and uh his with his freaky little dummy and he's so bad at this he's like technically i'm not saying like this is bad it is bad but technically he's so fucking bad at this like you can see his lips move about half the time to the extent that he will frequently forget that he's trying to not make his lips move so he'll just start talking yeah. in the dummy's voice Art. and then catch himself and be like oh no and as Sean, as Sean mentioned, he acts with his whole body when the dummy's talking. Like, you're supposed to not react to that, but he'll, like, he'll raise his eyebrows yeah. when the dummy's supposed to raise his eyebrows. <laughs> I imagine that's, like, one of the last things you learn as a ventriloquist. But still, like, what did we do? You're the one who chose to fucking spend your life making a puppet talk. Like, get good at it. 
get, get even competent at it. Just is this? He, he can't do the thing that like when someone's impressed by Jeff Dunham, they're just sort of thinking of this guy from their childhood. Like, wow, right. he's changing the game. He's blowing the classics <laughs> out the fucking water. Yeah, he doesn't even like the basics when he. He'll fuck up at constant. Like, you heard him describe Christ's love as tree. <laughs> He's yeah, trying to say free. free. <laughs> but they're, like, they're little ventriloquist tricks to, like, get around things like that. And Ron doesn't know any of them. He would be blown away if you said there are tricks to do this. What? Like, I don't I don't think he's even read a book. I think he just started doing it. Also, he's, uh, was the p- point of the segment that you should, like, annoy your parents, your friend's parents into being Christians? It was, it was far stranger okay. than that. It was, um... Let me see if I can break this down. It felt like it was about entitlement. So we we it talked felt like about unearned, like, I don't know, like all the rights and freedoms we have, like someone died for those and you're fucking taking them for granted. It had Is that, a puppet am version I of it? that Dennis. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty little kid enjoying your life in the United States of America, not thinking about Vietnam. <laughs> All of this follows all of you're all you're all right in like our in our universe. In our universe, you're correct. But in the universe in which this takes place, uh, no, you're not correct because it should be that he starts talking about how his friend's dad uh, doesn't doesn't really understand Christianity because he thinks that uh, Christ is just giving his love away and nothing good. You have to work for anything good, so there's no sacrifice for it. And he's saying, no, 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 Christ's love is tree, it's free, uh, and, and you don't. And so Ron d- decides that the best way to explain this to the kids is saying, like, okay, you know war, right? You know how soldiers <laughs> oh, go man. to war and, and die for our rights. That's what Christ did. Christ went to war and died for our rights, so we don't have to do anything, and that's good. It's good that we're entitled, and we don't got to do shit. And I'm going to explain that to Jerry's dad the hardworking, presumably war veteran. He's going to love that. He's going to beat the shit out of you, Ron. He's going to fucking drag you through the street. Worse than what he did He's going to do this on the 4th of July. Worse than what Ron did to the puppet. <laughs> yeah, you're going to be your the puppet. You're going to be his puppet, Ron. Ron. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to talk like that all your life. Uh, and he's going to do the shit on 4th of July. Like, it's, it's this strained metaphor he has to reach forever. He's trying to teach it to the kids. It's not entertaining. It's not fun. You can see in the audience. You could hear it in the clip. Nobody laughed. There was ostensibly a joke or two. And I've watched the rest of these shows. I'm like, they're not great at comedy, but they're trying. They're trying to be funny. And then they get to Ron and Marty's skit, and it's just a fucking drag. And M- Marty, by the way, did you get full uh, with all those hot dogs we had a little no, while ago? No, I didn't, Sheriff Don. I got to get home. I'm starving to death. Starving to death, Marty, I don't understand. I gave you part of my hot dog, part of a hot dog, part of a hot dog. You expect this kid to live on part of a hot dog? That's a fair argument. Well, I don't yeah. understand why you're so hungry, He's Marty. Yeah, sure. I, I got an idea, Ron. Let's go over to the ice cream parlor and get some candy. No, we aren't going to do that, Marty. I want you to have a, a good, decent meal for dinner tonight. <laughs> like but a I don't, whole I don't hot understand dog. why you're so hungry. Didn't you have a good lunch in school today? Not exactly. I, I sort of didn't have my lunch money. What do you mean you sort of didn't have your lunch money? The darkness in it. What do you mean? You had it when you left this morning, didn't you? Yeah, but you see, I got real hungry on the way to school today, so I stopped off at the convenience store, mm-hmm. and I got some nachos okay. and a soda and a candy bar. 
And you had that this morning before you got to school? Yeah. You're telling me you didn't have a good lunch today? Nope, I sure didn't. Nope. Fucker, well, you what are you going to do? You had breakfast this morning before you left, didn't you? Oh, there are bruises. You had not just breakfast, you dumb shit. Are you not listening to your own story? <laughs> and all I had time to do was jump out of bed and wash my face and head to school. That's exactly the reason I stopped off at the convenience store. I'm so bad at this. <laughs> Marty, you're telling me you haven't eaten a decent meal all day? I sure haven't. If he talked to the well, mirror. no wonder you're starving. I'll tell you what we can do, Marty. We'll see what you can we see can do about every time. It's just a such a struggle. Meal, okay? It's like he's wrestling okay. not to talk. You know, Marty, this reminds me of the fact is, you know, just like we often get very hungry for physical oh, no. food, you know, we should become very hungry for spiritual food, <laughs> yeah. too. God you know, Marty, it, a lot of people are starving what? spiritually. What do you it. mean? Well, they don't read their Bible, they don't go to church, idiot. they don't pray and talk to the Lord. <laughs> Marty, we can be fed spiritually by doing all of those things. Well, so it's I like Jesus, I'm done thinking about it. Before, Ron. Well, I'm glad you did. Now let's go get something to eat. No, no, wait a minute, Marty, we have to do the Bible pumper before we leave, okay? The what? Well, okay. The Bible pumper. <laughs> I think you'll try to hang over for just a few more minutes. All right, yes, sir. Well, segment, I hope you can. There's a segment in this called content. the Bible pumper. I don't know what it is. They don't have thing. that part of the episode, but it can't be good. Oh, my God. In the uh, history of mixed metaphors... Like, <laughs> stop putting food in your hole, and when you're yeah. spiritually hungry, put extra Jesus food in your mind hole. Why is this the same segment? Fucking nuts. Jesus is like nachos, which are bad to eat for- No, Jesus is not like- How dare you say Jesus is like nachos? So his, so his argument, to recap that story- Marty uh, doesn't is so hungry because he hasn't eaten all day because what he did was he spent his lunch money in the morning on an entire thing of 7-Eleven nachos and a candy bar and like a soda, which is food, is all food. Sure. Nachos are notoriously food, uh, <laughs> are, very, are very filling food at that if you buy the whole goddamn platter from 7-Eleven and wolf that down. I guarantee you, you're too bloated to eat anything else the rest of the day. And he's... He's fed the, this this child part of a hot dog and is furious that he's ungrateful for it. So he starts telling him a story of how God's love. Incredible. Hit this straight. It takes a second. Speaking of like how you can't be full eating unhealthy food, which is not true. Right. It's an insane thing yeah. to, to go ahead and assume. Way more feeling. But just like that. <laughs> You'll, you can't be full spiritually by eating by eating junk, religious junk food. What the fuck are you talking about, Ron? So yeah, it's a it's a broken metaphor, but also based on two different faulty premises. Being told to an audience who probably doesn't grasp it. Nobody understands. You can see the kids. You'll start watching the kids in the in the videos. They're so confused. They will like start doing physical acts of befuddlement. Like they'll reach up and exaggeratedly scratch their head. Yeah. <laughs> like they're trying to signal him. I don't understand. I don't get it. I, I, they'll like yawn with huge arm mo movements. Like this sucks. Wrap it up. <laughs> Wrap it up. I think one of the things that uh, Christianity does for the stupid more than anything is it lets them like create metaphors whenever they want. I, I, it's hard to like find the comedy in it, but uh, it's one of my favorite things when I go through Christian books. Uh, I did this on the site. There's a book about clowns and Christian clowns. Um, and this guy basically took this idea of clownery and applied every single aspect of the Bible to it. So he's like, oh yeah, Jesus in a way 
brings joy to people. So he's kind of like the ultimate clown. And I mean, you get what I'm doing already, the bit. Now, just extend that out to like all concepts of human experience. And and that's, I feel, feel like what a bad sermon does is they'll take something they think is relatable to you, like nachos. You know how you have hot dogs for breakfast, kids? Well, it's a lot like how people have Jesus for dinner. And you're like, wait, what <laughs> the fuck? I, I don't. I, I legit don't know what they were supposed to take away from that. Yeah. All right, all right, kids. It's it two a.m. You've just been through a breakup. You need a big, <laughs> yeah, two-person load of spiritual nachos. <laughs> or you're going. Don't don't fill up <laughs> on spi- what load. are the spiritual nachos in this metaphor? What you start with that because you introduce spiritual nachos and you're like, those are bad. What is that that you're talking about? Right. Is that cheap prayer? What what makes spiritual bad? Like yeah, you yeah. really need to explain the spiritual nachos. That's where the metaphor gets lost. Yeah. Like if he's this, trying to both yeah. teach them not to eat junk food and to love Jesus, and right. ended up doing neither of those things. Well, yeah, neither. doing neither of those. If this fucking head dented Christian puppet is not like <laughs> Christian junk food, like what the fuck is? Like how do you get worse than what we're looking at? <laughs> If this is not spiritual nachos, <laughs> I, sir, I do not know what spiritual nachos are. <laughs> so, hey, so, so he's when, these metaphors just die on the vine. When you have these yeah, like go setups with the puppet, isn't the whole idea? Isn't the only benefit of this setup is that the puppet's either like sort of cattier than you, or like wiser? Uh-huh. Yeah, he's usually the one that like makes all the mistakes, and then you you you're the person is the guiding like voice. Yeah, because generally I don't think they eat human food, right? Like like there is sort of a like we know they're a puppet, and then sometimes that comes up like oh you're the dummy type of gag. (laughs) Uh, Frequently he will like cross lore with either this this is a kid that talks about his parents. And like how okay. he has a life and, and everything. And then he'll cross lower and it will be his kid. It will be his son. Really. Ew. <laughs> uh, and then, so he he doesn't have any like firm grasp of, of who Marty is supposed to be, this puppet that he has launched a show with. And he's figuring it out well, spe- as he goes. Okay. Or no, he's not figuring it out as he goes. He's trying. I get the metaphor uh, here. What he's he actually has had doing. sex with the puppet that is this puppet's mother. Yeah, it's so <laughs> creepy for him to be like, this is my human son, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> and ignore the smell that comes from the mother puppet. <laughs> <laughs> they, I don't know how to clean those things, kids. It's tricky. You, there should be some sort of valve. Uh, there is not. There is not a valve. That's. Uh, I do have a patent pending. <laughs> puppet drainage valves. <laughs> All right, we need to get out of this. We need to bail on this. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, went too far. edit him out saying puppet drainage valve, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can you augment it and put reverb on it instead? I say we just I'm going to do four callbacks to it so we can't take it out. <laughs> Uh, instead of God. Let's put God first. All right. Thank you, Mr. Peppy. It looked like they were having a good time with Peppy. Uh, Sheriff Don Marty was telling me a little yeah, earlier about some kind of problem he was having at school, and I wanted, I wanted to find out what was going on. What seems to be happening at school, Marty? Is it, is it a big problem? Yes, a very serious one, too. Well, exactly what's going on, Marty? Well, it seems like I'm hearing a lot of swear See, words. He's just straight up talking. All the kids are using <laughs> oh, God, swear words these days. And I'm afraid one of them's going to slip out of my mouth one of these days. Oh, 
Well, Marty, can't you just avoid those kids that are using the bad words? No oh, way. Man. It's everywhere. In the gym. Look at these kids. In class. Stone even, still. Even at recess He left them hot life. with Papillon, Here's Papillon, and everybody's I laughing. hearing kids using bad God, words. Somebody to give him the light. And I just don't know what to do about it, Ron. Well, Marty, you know, it seems like we do hear a lot of bad language today. I know what you're talking about. It seems Listen, like even Marty, when I go into words. restaurants oh. and places like that, <laughs> I hear people talking like I'm that. I'm worried I'm going to say motherfucker. <laughs> oh, motherfucker. the Lord's name. Well, what am I going to do, Ron? Well, there's a couple of ideas that come to my mind, Marty. First of all, why don't you try immediately praying? And <laughs> asking the Lord to take those bad words and wow. thoughts out of your mind. Say, yeah, that's a good idea. Be as and as then, Marty, why don't you try thinking life. about some scripture? Like what? Well, one that comes to my mind right away is Philippians 4.8, which says, Whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, think upon these things. Oh, I see what oh, you're saying, Ron. You're I saying I can love the Lord with my mind. Love the Lord with my mind. By thinking on good, clean, pure mm. thoughts. And by filling my head full of scripture. So I hear the word butthole. That's exactly right, <laughs> And I think... Unfortunately, there are about people around God. bad language, but Marty, we can fill our minds full you of scripture. You are going to Pavlov yourself scripture. into associating <laughs> Jesus with butthole. Are we ready to go here? I'm ready to sing. Uh, at the end of that sketch... A guy, uh, I think that's Whitland Dan comes on dressed as like a British guy on safari. So they, they broke into this off of Papillon where everybody's laughing and having fun. And then fucking dead silence. All of these kids are stone still. Nobody's into this at all. And then they cut back to like, okay, we can have more fun. We've done the Ron and Marty bit. I really like the the crowd shots because it it's just a little clump of nine children. I said six earlier, but it looks like there's nine. And they have like... They look like they've been styled by 1970s grandmothers. Like, like one girl has like a full like, like beehive hairdo. I I don't know. It's very fascinating to me how how it looks. It looks like a cocoon situation where they've taken a, a bunch of old people and shrunk them down into children, but all they have is their elderly person it's, clothes and hair. It's crazy watching. No, it's got that double it's, retro thing going where like it's a past era sort of trying to recreate like their own past era's tone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they're is... doing fifties in the eighties. Yeah. They're doing happy days. They're happy days. In <laughs> what if these were shot out of order and there were three less kids every episode? Until the <laughs> <audience> is <laughs> this is where he gets his puppets. <laughs> they, they age. These, they age until they're children and then turn into puppets. And that's how he gets a, a new oh, puppet. Man, he needs... It's amazing that he manages you need to start like, killing better kids than I don't know. I'm glad we paused There's for that. There's some way cuter kids that in that audience it. he could have killed. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta stop bringing me trash. These kids make the worst puppets. <laughs> Look, I'm working to the level. The one the level I got. These garbage children. Barely got any blood in them. Look how weak they are. You gotta feed them more. It's... Then you listen to my sermon on nachos, you gotta feed them. <laughs> I oh, promise man. I'm not being silly here, but like, try to imagine this being worse in any way. Like, just try to <laughs> try to imagine the craft of this being worse. Like, just grab a random fucking He's, person and say, I need you to be a ventriloquist. I don't have a script. I don't have any talent. I don't know how to do this. It doesn't matter. You can't be worse than this guy. I think the only option is That's, it has to be, like, they have to be brand new every time like they can't just whatever passive yeah. experience you get from just being on camera once or holding a puppet once that has to go each time <laughs> yes 
I don't, I don't know. Like I said, a lot of the knowledge of this is lost. This was on throughout the mid 80s to early 90s. So I'm going to assume quite a lot of seasons since there's no way this isn't a, a six episode season. And then we need the whole budget to tell the story. This is, you know, the kind of seasons that have like 200 episodes because they do this every day. Uh, the fact that only 10 survived is amazing. The fact that he gets noticeably worse <laughs> after everyone, like he's less, he's less cool and less competent yeah. and like struggling more as time goes on. It's astonishing. He's, he may be the worst person to ever do this. <laughs> Maybe they like screamed at him after every episode. They were like, get better or you're fired. And they just got more and more nervous <laughs> every episode. Yeah. You're the only Christian puppeteer. We don't have a choice. We can't replace you. We just need to do a better job. In theory, he loves God. He wants his puppeteer work to represent God, to like bring people to fucking God. And he is coming out here every day just convincing me that it's, it's all bullshit. <laughs> Nothing's fucking happening here. Yeah. Are you <laughs> suggesting he's like an undercover atheist? <laughs> I, I, I think so. Like, he is clearly out here saying this is all fucking horseshit. <laughs> I do think he is boring children. Yeah. Away from the light of oh, Christ. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, it, yeah. God should make him better at puppeting is all I'm saying. <laughs> Like one of those little girls, like she yawned and then she made the motion. We're, we're looking at the backs of their heads in the audience, but she made the motion and it looked like she was rubbing her eyes like a cartoon character. Like just, <laughs> just like I, and they're fucking signaling from space how boring this is. Yeah. <laughs> like We don't want to do this. The girl with the beehive was jerking off with her hand. Oh, this guy. <laughs> this fucking guy. <laughs> And that was Lauren Bobert. <laughs> where, that was where she no, she jerks off with her forearm. She just like slaps you in the hog with her forearm like uh, like Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> Texas style. That's a Texas That's style. Like, 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 Texas style hand job. Yeah, everyone does that. <laughs> I feel like a, a directorial Jesus is about to kick in the door and be like, what the hell is this shit? I need you to get it fucking together. <laughs> Yeah, I love this new perspective. Do you know how you much have. fun I was in the Bible? <laughs> like, God damn! Because it feels like we've been sort of making fun of this as art, and like I like Denard's angle of how like no, like this is supposed to be like a spiritual celebration of their their Lord, their God, and it's like oh right, Eddie fails worse at that. Like this is a this is really <laughs> embarrassing for God. Yeah, if God were real, he would smite this man. This man would be smoted. This is. This is uh, anytime I just I feel like it's unspoken, but I feel like anytime uh, a religious, not even just Christian, a religious artist steps up and starts performing in the capacity or adjacent to like a religion, they're saying all things are possible through my God. Look yes. at this. Check this shit out. Like, <laughs> could I do this without God? And then that's what Ron does. He's like, he came up with this puppet and went, Jesus has my back. Check this shit out. <laughs> And then this is his <laughs> this is his sick kick. Yeah, he Forsaken. Sets, he sets up these expectations that he just drops Chinese democracy here. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Duke Nukem forever of faith. All right, we got one one left. We're almost through it. And when I got over there, I noticed that some of the kids were kind of giggling and laughing, you know? And I wondered why they were doing that. Well, why were they just doing watching it? him puppet? Well, they said, Marty, just, come over here and take a look at our pictures. It's like watching so anybody else try to wait. It looks like it looks so hard. 
And do you know what it was? What's porn? Titchers. What was it, Marty? Well, it was in Arizona. I'll tell you that right now. That was supposed to be a joke. That's right. his first joke. Uh, they were looking did you hear the kids laugh? Pictures and they wanted no. me to look <laughs> too. No, you didn't. Well, Marty, what did you do? Well, I said, look, guys, I like you a lot, and I want to play with you. I was rock hard thinking it was Arizona, so I just pictures. joined in. I just can't do it. <laughs> well, what did they say, Marty? They said, oh, Marty, come on. Your parents are in the house. No one will see. Sorry what about the audio. Say? I said, that like I said, may this be is true, media. but you I know someone who will see, and that's God. God That's watches. right. Marty. You know what? I think you it's know, the puppet kind of actually making this noise. Really <laughs> a verse I'm thinking of in the Bible that's found in 2 Timothy 2.22. And it says that you should run away from anything that will give you evil thoughts. <laughs> run and away. And your companions, you should have friends who have pure and clean thoughts and will only give you good ideas. Well, you know what I decided to do? What's that, Marty? I decided to turn around and go right back home. Well, Marty, I'm real proud of you for that. And some of the kids were kind of laughing at me, too. Oh, well, that's okay, Marty. I think they will respect you for your opinion. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you weren't wishy-washy. <laughs> I'm glad you works, remained Marty. firm in your belief They're that looking like, at those kind Marty's of things really is wrong. Cool. I'm real proud of you, Marty, for the decision you made. Hey, I'm proud of you, too, Marty. Hey, Professor! Did you hide those pictures, uh, Marty? You mean that is. <laughs> I got my wishy washy machine here. <laughs> that is a wishy washy machine. I got my wishy washy machine here. What the fuck was that going to be? What the fuck was that sketch going? <laughs> That's incredible. It's like you make your own pictures at home. I also feel like he. That's not a very creative solution for the uh, situation. Like, here's a real situation where, like, okay. My Christian values will not let me look at pornography. And here's my friends are looking at pornography. And and he like made such a thing of it that they laughed at him. And I'm like, at the very least, like you should give him a way to escape such an ordinary situation and adapt it from there, I guess, like use your best judgment. But I, I feel like they're setting these kids up to be bullied is, is I think, my worry. <laughs> oh, for yes. sure. Yeah. This is how you get a child beaten. Yeah. Guaranteed. Especially in the 80s were savage. The 80s were truly savage. We're going to beat the shit out of him. And, and, and even in his own, he's like, You're, they laughed at me in this fictional situation. And the puppeteer's like, <laughs> well, I'm sure they'll respect your opinion later. It's like, no, he fucking failed at the hypothetical situation. You have armed these children with literally nothing. Yeah, you would think you would. You had all of the weapons in the world. <laughs> You'd want to you make it seem like this is the cool thing to do. And actually, if you do it, all the kids will be like, you know what? You're right. And that's yep. that's cool. Thank you so much that's for correcting us. We are bad and you are good. That yep. makes it's sense. It's still as like fantasy, a but so much better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, give the children a fantasy. <laughs> like, give them something fun to think about. Don't just like <laughs> yeah, be like, yeah, it's going to be a real fucking bummer. But if you don't do it, guess they're going to burn in hell forever, you little bitches. Like,. <laughs> <laughs> Like, the first time they try this, they will learn that all the kids will laugh at them. You don't have to tell them that in advance. Yeah. You should tell them yeah. that. All right, kids, I'm going to teach you how to breathe through a swirly. This is an important skill. <laughs> you're going to need to hyperventilate yourself in advance. Trust me. Uh, now, call me a prude, but I just don't think children should be taught sexual education by a puppet, uh, much less a hee-haw puppet. I just don't think that's a good idea. Uh, there's a few pr problems with this. One is the era in which this is taking place. Uh, this is 1980s Christian television, and what he's doing is coming on and saying, children, 
Let's talk about what to do when you see pornography. <laughs> yep. These kids don't even know what that is yeah, yet. They would they, have like, no interest in this it. This is truly shelf. Uh, ex- like, of the age? He should explain it. <laughs> like, let me tell you what pornography yeah. is. This skips past sex and assumes all of these kids know what sex is and that you take pictures of that and people, like, will show each other. He doesn't, he skips past all of that and he's like, all right, kids, you know about porn. Hey, let's talk about <laughs> it. <laughs> Like these these children of all children are the least likely children to know that. Like they probably think that's a swear word daddy says sometimes. It's like our kids, we all have our favorite uh, porn star. They are a succubus sent here to test us. Now here's what to do when you see her in public so that they don't know. It's to it's to impress her, this first part, and then the second part is what to do when she turns around. <laughs> now also remember this is the nineteen eighties, so the porn that these kids are showing each other is like waterlogged newsprint from a drainage ditch. Uh <laughs> Our, our porn was terrible. We did not have pornography. All 100% of our porn in the 1980s was found in like a hobo encampment. And it was, it was exceedingly rare. These children would never encounter this. It was a genuine miracle to encounter pornography as a child in the 1980s. Like it was an event. You would tell all of the other kids, just be like, oh my God. But it did not happen at, like, at, a, at this hardcore Christian school that they're going to. No, no. If, if it they, does they had happen, out the they hobos. know how to be a real nerd about it. They know to physically run away from it. (laughs) Or to immediately quote scripture at it, just like when someone cusses. (laughs) God, these children are so fucking poorly prepared for the world. And the thing is, uh, they know already. Like, kids aren't as dumb as this guy fucking thinks. And so they're watching this guy going, yeah, that wouldn't work. You're an idiot. Like, none of this... I can't run away from pornography. I look like an asshole. <laughs> I, can't, I can't physically turn heel and run away from pornography into traffic. That can't be the way that I die. Do you, do you have any idea how rare it is, Ron? That'd be like looking away from a unicorn. <laughs> I was jerking off to the curve of a pumpkin last week. That's how starved we are. <laughs> <laughs> like I know it's really waterlogged I can't quite make out if that's a titty or like a local yeah. ham competition but it's something it's, something. it's, it's, my something. Eyes. it's more pornography than your uh, puppet is a boy <laughs> I know there are, there, there are lots this of this is my actual son there are lots of meat. there's a lot of meat parts inside of the puppet you know <laughs> <laughs> and more with every child that disappears <laughs> Uh, anyway, this was the last video I brought, I brought Ron and Marty, uh, not because his puppet shows were like super fucked up, but because I legitimately believe this man, this puppeteer, uh, a ventriloquist on an obscure Christian children's game show was the most boring, stupidest part of that show. And he was also technically, physically so bad at working the puppets. I think on every level, he might be the worst professional puppeteer whoever lived oh, yeah. i i think you would not I find agree. i made that point I, earlier in the show i i 100 agree i 100 percent yes i think this is provably the worst puppeteer who has ever lived and uh it's not even like this he is tries pretty much it does badly it's like there's no effort not to keep his mouth from moving like no one fucking yeah. told him that was the point Right, he, again, I can't stress how often what Sean pointed out, he moves, he acts with his whole body through the puppet's parts. The puppet doesn't do that. He doesn't make the puppet do that. He does that while he's doing the puppet voice. And all the kids are just like, what the fuck is going on? to look up at the ceiling and just see ridden in fire from the fucking Holy Spirit, just close your goddamn <laughs> lips. <laughs> Practice first. 
practice first. It would be a better show if he just like said something and then jumped to the left and then put a hat on and then responded to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Through the magic of television. What do I do when I find the pornography? Well, you run away according to the Bible. Oh, yeah, that sounds like it should work. Well, no, they'll laugh at you. Oh, okay, sure. And then maybe someday they'll like you again. Oh, okay, that's a great solution. You seem like you got it all figured out. No, I'm... So wait, hold I, on. Can you just real I didn't quick think about explain this at all. the spiritual nachos? I didn't. I didn't follow the spiritual nachos. I, well, I can't explain that. I was just kind of making shit up. <laughs> I just I disassociate and find out what I said later. All right. So this has been the worst puppeteer who ever lived. Uh, I do have one more thing. Uh, there's another link. Uh, I want you to scroll to the bottom of the page. Don't click the link quite yet. Scroll to the bottom of the page. It's where are they now? We're gonna catch up with uh, Ron and Marty. All right. And now we're gonna do a three, two, one, click. Three, two, one, click. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> of no. course. Oh my god. <laughs> we joked about the audience getting smaller and smaller. <laughs> you let us do that. <laughs> oh, the Can I read darkness. The Can I read the headline? Just read the headline, close it out. We'll go through the whole right. story on the bonus. Oh. Real life horror. The Christian puppeteer who planned to kill and eat children. Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! Einstein Hunter Frankfurt! It's a podcast canal! Und mit maximalen Schau! Doc Frankfurt podcast? Correct! Yeah! The craft is nicht trapped, is nicht ohne! Schickt in the Hundesau! Fior eine Stunde! It's Hot Dog Junction, America's last comedy, children's variety, trivia, pee-haw laughing for Christ. Now here's Robin Markey. Thanks, Yodel and Julius. I'm Rob, and my friend Marky here wants to tell you all about the supremest cat this side of Job 410. Take it away, Marky. Aaron Croston, Adrian H, Aaron Moore. Alpha Shire Java! Alpha Shire Alpha! Alpha Scientist Java? Yeah! Andy! Arando Nava! It's Benjamin Cyranin! Uh-huh! Brandon Garlar! Brian Sailor! Marito! Cyril! Clementine Danger? Yeah, that's Clementine Danger. Reglamoy! Fires! Candy! Darren the Rogues for Free! David Shaw! Dean Costello! Griffin! Dusty's Red Turtle! Eric Rian! Everything! Francis Ark! Oh, I'm doing really good! Spirit! Jelloho! Greg Cunningham! Hamron! Harappa! Hamron! Hamron! 
Uh, Harvey Penguini. Hot fart. Honk. I know what I got this one. Jaber L ate it. Yeah, okay. She's Lloyd. Jeff Harrowski. Jeff Salter. John Dean. John McCann. John Inkoff. Joseph Charles. Josh Piss. Josh Green. Ken Faithley. Thomas Kavatsos. Okay. Charlie Tostigal. Charlie G. Leland Russell. Yanis Ionitis. Yossarian. And last but not least, Vintover. Vintover. Okay, okay, hold on. I'm going to take it to heart. I'm just gonna do it fast, real fast. Who told you? I'm gonna help. Ooh, fuck this, I'm gonna go eat some kids. <laughs> 